Many of us have seen movies, cartoons, TV or streaming shows, or read articles about dinosaurs. I've loved dinosaurs for as long as I can remember. When I was a kid, we lived in North Carolina and went to an exhibit in Charlotte of animatronic dinosaurs. It was great. Then, we went to the Creation Museum and saw animatronic dinosaurs there. It too was great. Dinosaurs have fascinated people for a long time. But I have a question. And this will tell you whether or not you have been influenced by naturalism, secularism, and the evolutionary worldviews. At what time in history did the dinosaurs live? Was it thousands or millions of years ago? There are various views in Christianity about dinosaurs. But if we start with the Bible, we learn when they lived, and more. A. Where did the word dinosaur come from? First, dinosaurs were unknown until the 1820s. This means we shouldn't expect the word dinosaur to appear in early Bible translations. Second, if you embrace a literal view of the days of creation, then water dinosaurs were created on day 5 and land dinosaurs were created on day 6, with other land animals and Adam and Eve. Therefore, they existed alongside humans. If you hold to a different view of creation, then they lived tens to hundreds of millions of years before humans. Third, there are biases in Bible translation, and many believe they existed millions of years ago. Thus, the current Bible translations won't use the word. Most study Bibles will give notes regarding Leviathan and Behemoth in Job 40-41. I will get to that later. Fourth, if you embrace a literal six-day creation week, then there were dinosaurs on Noah's Ark. Fifth, again, if you hold to the days being literally 24 hours long, then it's possible that dinosaurs are mentioned in the Bible, though not called dinosaurs. Sixth, you may believe in millions of years. If so, that places dinosaurs multiple millions of years before Adam and Eve. Some Christians believe this, and say day 5 or 6, or days 5 and 6 refer to millions of years ago. This is problematic, particularly when God brought every bird and land animal to Adam to name on day 6, Genesis 2 19-20. Application, I encourage you to ask yourself, what do I believe about dinosaurs, when they lived, and how they died? We need to have a biblical worldview, and while this is not a salvation issue, we should let the Bible speak for itself. Now back to where the word came from and when it came about. In 1842, a paleontologist named Sir Richard Owen was studying fossils of sauropods, or large land-walking dinosaurs. He knew of the previous findings and coined the name dinosaur, which means terrible lizard. This came from two Greek words, dienos, meaning terrible, fearful, or great, and soros, meaning lizard or reptile. While he was referring to a specific group, the name became connected to a larger group of animals we know today. Their skeletons were first discovered in the early 19th century, or early 1800s. Since then, skeletal remains of dinosaurs have been found all over the earth. There are dinosaur graveyards in various countries, where numerous fossils are found. We will talk about fossils and Noah's flood later. But, B. Does the Bible say anything about dinosaurs? If God made all animals, could we expect the Bible to say something about them? Yes, if you hold to a literal six-day view of the days of creation. If you do not hold to a literal view, then honestly there needs to be some hermeneutical gymnastics to explain or explain away the text. Let's look at the verses. 1. Genesis 1 20-23, Day 5. Then God said, Let the waters teem with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens. And God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarmed, according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. 
and there was evening and there was morning, a fifth day. 2. Genesis 1 24-25, Day 6. Then God said, Let the earth produce living creatures according to their kind, livestock and crawling things and animals of the earth according to their kind, and it was so. God made the animals of the earth according to their kind, and the livestock according to their kind, and everything that crawls on the ground according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. With Genesis 1 as our foundation, and starting with the text, and not any other paradigm or worldview, one can biblically say God made dinosaurs that flew and the ones that walked the land on days 5 to 6. If we have a biblical worldview, then God did not have a separate creation of dinosaurs but created them at the same time He created every other air and land animal. Dinosaurs were created on days 5 to 6, just the same as other animals, and all, according to their kind. However, if you believe in millions of years and what secular scientists state about the age of the earth and when dinosaurs lived, you come up with very different conclusions, particularly when it comes to the next two animals. 3. Job 40 15-24, Behemoth. First, read the verses, and think about what is described. 40 15-20, Behold, Behemoth, which I made as well as you, he eats grass like an ox. Behold, his strength in his waist, and his power in the muscles of his belly. He hangs his tail like a cedar, the tendons of his thighs are knit together. His bones are tubes of bronze, his limbs are like bars of iron. He is the first of the ways of God, let his maker. Bring his sword near. Indeed the mountains bring him food, and all the animals of the field play there. The word behemoth means great beast. This text has caused no small controversy in study Bible notes. For example, the ESV study Bible, which is very good, Job 40:15, behemoth usually refers to cattle, but in at least one other reference it most likely signifies a hippopotamus. It is almost universally so interpreted in this passage, taking the description of VV. 16-18 as poetical extravagance. Some, however, suppose that the description requires some kind of mythical beast to be in view, as a parallel to Leviathan, 41-1. The first option is simpler. From, https colon slash slash www.esf.org slash job plus 40 slash dash please note how they state it is almost universally interpreted this way. It doesn't make it right. Some say the hippo has overtones of cosmic evil in the ancient world. Maybe so, but the description is a literal animal job would have known about, and the description does not fit a hippo. Hippos can be fierce, but let's consider verse 17, he makes his tail stiff like a cedar. Some say this is poetic language. Job is poetry, but again, God is describing a literal creature. Other study Bibles or Bible commentaries define behemoth as an elephant. But once more there is a problem. Neither has a tail like a cedar tree, Job 40:17a. he hangs his tail like a cedar, but a flap of skin or small thin tail. Therefore, it must be something else, like a dinosaur. 4. Job 41 1-34, Leviathan. 41 1-2, 7-8, 14-21, can you drag out Leviathan with a fish hook, and press down his tongue with a rope? Can you put a rope in his nose, and pierce his jaw with a hook? Can you fill his skin with harpoons, or his head with fishing spears? lay your hand on him. Remember the battle, you will not do it again. Who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth there is terror. His strong scales are his pride, locked as with a tight seal. One is so close to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another, they clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezed flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eye of dawn. From his mouth go burning torches, sparks of fire leap forth. From his nostrils smoke goes out as from a boiling pot and burning reeds. His breath sets coals aglow, and a flame goes forth from his mouth.
ESV Study Bible, Job 41-1, the animal described in this section may be the crocodile. Interpreters sometimes suggest it is a mythical creature representing forces overcome by God's power in creation. See 3-8 a note, whatever powerful creature is being referred to, it is a part of God's creation and is governed by His power. See note on Psalm 74-14. From, https colon slash slash www.sf.org slash job plus 41 slash. If it was a crocodile, the fossils show that crocodiles, and many other creatures we have today were much larger. Below is an interesting article from the desert. Giant crocodile fossil found on edge of Sahara. By Michael Casey, January 12, 2016. Paleontologists have discovered the fossil remains of the world's biggest ocean-dwelling crocodile buried on the edge of the Sahara, a creature that was twice the size of anything seen today. Named Macamosaurus rex, this croc would have weighed in at least 3,000 kilograms, 6,600 pounds, and been around 9.7 meters, 32 feet, long. Other than its size, it would have looked much like a modern-day crocodile except for its narrow snout, which was designed to allow it swim in the ocean. It would have been the top predator in what was then an ocean that separated Africa from Europe about 130 million years ago. This is an incredibly big crocodile. It is twice as big as a present-day marine crocodile, University of Bologna's Federico Fonti, who was part of the team that made the discovery with support from the National Geographic Society Committee for Research and Exploration, told Fox, News.com. The skull itself is as big I am, said Fonti, whose discovery was detailed in a study in the journal Cretaceous Research. Just the skull is more than five feet long. It's a massive crocodile. Tunisia, where the skeleton and some bones were found, would have been a lagoon facing the ocean and the environment would have been filled with huge fish and turtles, all favorite prey of the Macamosaurus rex. This animal, however, used to feast on the large turtles or big fishes that it found in the ocean, Fani said. Everyone thought this group of crocodiles went extinct in the Jurassic but we found it well into the Cretaceous, he said. Fonti, whose team has discovered 20 new species including a Rebichisaurid sauropod to Tawinia Hannibalis in the same area, said there is less to learn about crocodile evolution from this new discovery. The reason, he said, is that crocodiles have changed little over time. Basically, they are bigger or smaller, he said of their evolution, adding that even bigger crocodiles lived on land, many of which also have gone extinct. The largest freshwater crocodile, Sarcosuchus imperator, lived 110 million years ago and grew as long as 12 meters, 40 feet. It weighed up to 8,000 kilograms, 17,500 pounds, according to National Geographic. From, https colon slash slash www.news.com.au slash technology slash science slash animals slash giant crocodile fossil found on edge of Sahara slash news story slash 20396B3A34F3896531A589156-7A hash colon tilde colon text equals paleontologist percent 20 of percent 20 discovered percent 20 the percent 20 fossil percent 20 remains percent 20 of percent 20 the and percent 20 bin percent 20 around percent 209.7 percent 20 meters percent 20 percent 28 32 percent 20 feet percent 29 percent 20 long. While it is possible it was a crocodile-like creature, we have a problem with the description. A crocodile doesn't spit fire or smoke. Some may say it is poetic language. Again, God is describing a literal creature Job knew about. What about spitting fire? Can it happen? Question, have you heard of the bombardier beetle? It has two glands that secrete liquids, that when mixed, create an explosion of hot gas. It is not far-fetched to think other creatures, such as a dinosaur could do this. Think of the dragon myths, where the creatures breathe what? 
Fire. Which brings me to. 5. The word dragon. The word dinosaur didn't exist when the Bible was written, so other words were used, such as dragon, as in the 1611 KJV, sometimes figuratively for Satan in Revelation, or referring to a literal creature. One example is the Hebrew word tannin translated, serpent, sea monster. Some references are Genesis 1:21, used for the sea creatures God created on day 5, Exodus 7 9-10, 12, Deuteronomy 32 33, Psalm 74 13, Isaiah 43 20, and more. Some translations say jackal, which is not the meaning in Hebrew, and the influence of millions of years. More later. See, what happened to the dinosaurs? When you read books, watch a documentary, read an article or listen to a podcast, you hear all sorts of theories. Biblically, there is one explanation, with ramifications. 1. The worldwide flood. The Noahic flood covered the world. It was a catastrophe and where the dinosaur fossils came from. This is what destroyed dinosaurs. However, there were dinosaurs on the ark with the other animals, and gotten off the ark after the flood. They would have lived in the area, multiplied, spread out and lived around humans. Then. 2. They were hunted and more. Since people could eat meat after the flood, Genesis 9 2-4, humanity would have hunted them, like any other animal. A brachiosaurus can feed your family or a village a lot longer than a deer. Also, if a male dinosaur is killed and the female is left, she can't breed. Environmental factors affect animals too, as well as changes in food availability, and the ice age. But here's another question. 3. What about the asteroid theory? Some believers embrace millions of years and say dinosaurs were wiped out when an asteroid hit the Earth some 65 million years ago. This poses numerous problems, not only scientifically, but biblically. First, there is no biblical evidence an asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs 65 million years ago. The crater in or near Mexico doesn't tell us when it hit or what happened. The evidence has to be interpreted. Second, if this occurred it would have wiped out everything, and stopped the evolutionary process which means it would have to start over again. Third, Christians who believe this create chronological problems with Bible. How? They do so by stating there was a great separation of time between animals and Adam and Eve. You cannot separate day six into segments of millions of years. The Hebrew text does not allow for that. D. Is there evidence for dinosaurs today? From an evolutionary, naturalistic worldview, the answer is no. But if we look at the evidence from a biblical worldview, then it leads to another conclusion. When you look at life biblically, historically, and evidentially, you find there have been and are reports of creatures looking like dinosaurs, in the past and present. Examples, in Babylon a famous entrance called the Ishtar Gate was built by Nebuchadnezzar II, displaying a reptilian creature with four legs, standing upright on its hips like a dinosaur. This could have been a mythical creature from their legends and lore, or it could have been a creature alive at the time, or both. We must also think about this historically. What would someone call a creature before dinosaurs were named? While each culture would be different, there is a common name historically given to creatures that resemble dinosaurs. This is not conspiracy theories, or wishful thinking. This is historical fact, and one common name is. Dragon. Remember that hundreds of years ago, photography didn't exist. Everything would be written down, in writing or through pictographs, or sculpture. There is ample historical evidence that creatures called dragons existed, and resembled dinosaurs. There is considerable reason to suppose that many dinosaurs were animals well known to earlier nations by the name of dragons. The dragons also had looked like huge lizards, and they apparently existed in great variety. Some were described as giant serpents, some were said to have powerful legs and tails, 
some even had wings. Some dwelt in the ocean, some in swamps, some in deserts, some in cave or other places. Their sizes also varied considerably according to the tales. Tales about dragons have come down from many nations all over the world, and it is simply impossible that these various peoples were all inventing the same imaginary animals. There must have been a basis of fact in their tales, and it is not surprising that such fearsome animals would have inspired stories that soon became encrusted with mythical and magical accretions. However, modern evolutionists have vigorously and emotionally resisted any suggestion that dinosaurs might have lived contemporaneously with human beings. But this idea should not be any more shocking to evolutionists than the discovery of the living coelacanth fish, which was supposed to have been extinct since the dinosaur age, or that of New Zealand's living tuatara reptile, also presumed to have died out with the dinosaurs. In patterns analogous to the various dragon stories, dinosaur bones and footprints have also been found all over the world on every continent, even Antarctica. There are numerous accounts, even by modern sailors, of great sea serpents, that seem to correlate well with ancient tales of ocean-dwelling dragons, and also with the fossil remains of such dinosaur-like marine reptiles as the plesiosaurs. There is the American Indian folklore of the Thunderbird, a huge flying creature whose description sounds like the fearsome pterosaur. Also, there are pictographs of dinosaur-like animals that have been found on canyon walls in Arizona and Utah, and on cave walls in Siberia and South Africa. 1. Another example are the videos and pictures of the giant squid. These creatures were once thought the stuff of legend, but more and more they are seen, recorded and photographed. An example is of a giant squid that measured 8.2 feet long, or 2.5 meters long. How would you like to be surfing, swimming or fishing and see something like that? It was photographed off the coast of Japan, in Tioka City and the article is from January, 2023. The man who took the pictures got to swim with the squid. That's pretty cool. There are many historical records of creatures we would call dinosaurs from around the world. For one who embraces a biblical worldview, this makes perfect sense. While it is probable that not every account was accurate, there are far too many to ignore. The book Tornado in a Junkyard, by James Perloff cites many accounts of people's interaction with dragons and documents them on pages 181 to 190. Chinese mythological history is full of dragon legends. The Travels of Marco Polo, describes long serpents with short legs and claws and explains how the Chinese use special ways to kill them, and use them for medicine or food. There are the dragons of Peru, which are dinosaur-like creatures on pottery, dated from 400 to 1100 AD. There are stories of dinosaurs living today, the Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie, which may or may not be true. Then in Lake Champlain in the USA, there's Champ. Next. There is a picture of a Native American petroglyph from the National Monument in Utah. This was done by Native Americans many years ago. It looks like a large land dinosaur. Some say dinosaurs evolved into birds. That is genetically, and practically impossible. They are two completely different kinds or species. Skin, scales or hair are very different than feathers. The bone structure is completely different between land animals and birds. If you believe in evolutionary theory, you could say that it is possible. But when you start with the Bible as your foundation, authority, and the basis of your worldview, you see the flaws, inconsistencies, and dangers of evolutionary, naturalistic thought. Dinosaurs existed, and possibly still exist. Within a biblical worldview, this makes perfect sense. Dinosaurs still fascinate me. I hope they fascinate you and I encourage and challenge you to use them to share the gospel. Ask someone what they think about dinosaurs. Ask someone if they have heard of living fossils, which we will get to ask someone if they know the connection between dinosaurs, fossils, Noah's flood, and sin. Ask someone if they know why there is death in the world. Then share the gospel. Christian, 
Is the Bible the foundation for our thinking? Is your belief in evolution hindering you from being faithful to Christ? Additional resources. Books and more. Dinosaurs for Kids, Ken Ham. Dragons, Bodie Hodge and Laura Welch, this is a very cool book. Dinosaurs and Dragon Legends, DVD or Digital Download. Dragons, Dinosaurs, and the Bible, DVD or Digital Download. Untold Secrets of Planet Earth, Dire Dragons, Vance Nelson. Guide to Dinosaurs, Timothy Clary and Brian Thomas, from Institute for Creation Research. Tornado in a Junkyard, The Relentless Myth of Darwinism, James Perloff. Websites and Articles. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash dash list of articles on dinosaurs. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash could behemoth have been a dinosaur slash dash behemoth. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash scholars mystery of behemoth slash dash a scholarly look at the biblical text. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash drawing out biblical leviathan slash dash leviathan. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash when did dinosaurs live slash what really happened to the dinosaurs slash dash extinction of the dinosaurs. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash dinosaurs and the Bible slash dash dinosaurs in the Bible, also available in audio. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash dragon legends slash dragon legends truths behind the tale slash dash various dragon legends from around the world in history. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash were dinosaurs on Noah's Ark slash dash dinosaurs and Noah's Ark. HTTPS colon slash slash answersongenesis.org slash dinosaurs slash feathers slash did dinosaurs turn into birds slash dash did dinosaurs turn into birds. Dash. 1. Henry Morris and John Morris, The Modern Creation Trilogy, Science and Creation, Volume 2, Green Forest, Arkansas, Master Books, 1997, 120-121.